0: This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Neve Kavanagh. And
1: I'm Garold Farrelly. And
0: you're listening to Agony Rants.
1: Well, hello.
0: Hello, my dear. You're
1: very welcome, listeners, to the show where a Eurovision winner and a comedian solve your problems well. and make your life just that little bit better.
0: Yeah, so I think solve is a strong word to use. Certainly <laughs> have opinions on is probably Me a rush. better
1: one.
0: <laughs> 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 I think that's better definition.
1: Comment on.
0: Okay, comment on. Highlight, give you a safe place to rant, but basically. A
1: safe space. That's what we are. <laughs> Do you are. like
0: that? A safe space a to safe rant? safe
1: space to rant. <laughs> I have to say, if I've had a week.
0: Oh, have you? I have
1: had a week. I was in the UK, right? Okay,
0: okay.
1: Um, I was in the UK doing shows. I did a, did a show at the Apollo. Yeah, it wasn't live at the Apollo. It <laughs> I doesn't was, need I, to be. I was miming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Were you dead at the
1: Apollo? <laughs> dead at the Apollo. Yeah, dead behind the eyes. Darling. Yeah, ne- never, happens. Nice. never happens. Never happens. <laughs> Just rattled it out. Did you? Yeah, it just rattled it out. Are you like, everyone, in the everybody, by everybody shut up! I've got <laughs> a twenty-five minutes to get through, and we're just gonna <laughs> rattle it out, pretend <laughs> we enjoyed it, and move on to wherever ne- wherever is next.
0: <laughs> I don't believe that. You are invested in every gig you ever. Oh, heard.
1: absolutely! It's it, that's that's what it is. It's the intimacy. And do you know what? Do you know what? The intimacy of comedy and a live audience and a live human being on the stage. Yeah. You can't beat it. No,
0: I'll bet. So I feel this is leading up to some, a specific experience here.
1: A very specific experience. Now we've addressed this before, Uh right? Because as we've, you know, we've spoken many times before that, uh, you know, the dream obviously is to make money from a hologram tour.
0: Uh, Yeah. So now you know what it's like because (laughs) I believe you went to see ABBA.
1: I went to see ABBA. Oh. Wow. Do you know what I will say? That is a triumph of their marketing people. Yeah. Because the <laughs> neck they have to sell that as an ABBA concert. Really? Oh, my God. Is it
0: not everything you were hoping for?
1: It was as much as you can expect.
0: Okay. So. Uh, like, <laughs> so cause, uh, they did I, their best. I'm trying to figure out. Uh, my, my real concept was. Are they performing every night that this is on or so is that the way the holograms are working? Are they like beaming in a concert they're doing every night? No. Because I imagine Agnita would be in our like curlers at least one of the nights. No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's nobody beaming anything in. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what this is. Oh, right, okay. I don't know how it ended up the way it is. Don't get me wrong, right? I mean, like I don't want to upset anyone that has tickets. Right. That's going to see this. Too Too late. Right? <laughs>
0: There's no refund. Let's there. do
1: a minute's backpedal here. Okay, right? okay, come on then. It's a spectacular, immersive experience. Okay. Right. Because, I mean, you're in your seat. The place is unbelievable. Like the, the lighting and the, you know, the special effects. Okay. And, you know, and anything that's happening on stage happens all around you in the theatre. Like it is. It's very, very impressive. Right. But. But that's it. Okay.
0: So you don't I really mean, feel like you're at a concert then? No. Oh, that's
1: disappointing. No, not at all. Okay. I mean, because what the problem is, right? There's this triangle in the middle where everyone's dancing, and they're the people having the crack. Okay. Anyone that paid for a seat. You mean the older is people watching? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you, but like, is it
0: your age? No, it's the lack of availability of tickets. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. You can't get tickets for love no money, and I went down and it was sold out. And I thought, well, I'm go- I was just I was staying close to it, sure. so it's like I'll walk down. There's bound to be. A ticket or a cancellation, and sure enough, there was. Oh, right about 120 pounds. I paid 120 pounds to sit in the like accessibility section.
0: Only the bonus people in Garode know exactly the look of horror on my face.
1: 120 pounds, Neve, for what for the cinema? That's what it was. You're at the cinema.
0: Stop it. Yeah,
1: it's like they're not, they're like they made it sound like they're these projections, they're not. It's a big screen at the back. It's a HD screen. Yeah, I mean, it's re- like it's really, really obvious. The way they've structured it is, right? There's a yeah. step, the band are on that step and then there's another step with nobody on it. I don't know why the step is there. Is but there anyway. a live band? There is a live band. Okay. Live band.
0: Okay. So, I mean. As in
1: there's there,
0: people there's there. There's stuff
1: live, but there's a lot that's not live. Oh.
0: So there's that's people there playing stuff. There's, yeah.
1: Okay. Like you know, little boots is on the keyboards and fair play to her, She looks like she's doing a lot, but I suspect <laughs> not a bit so of help. much. Okay. I mean, I was very disappointed. Uh, little boots. Remember, little boots move while you're watching me oh, dance okay. with the enemy. Yeah, she plays the keyboards. Does she? Yeah, she's literally all there is to watch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's like I mean, look, it's good. Yeah. But if you're an ABBA fan. And you believe that you're going to you see them. to see ABBA in concert. You're sure. not. I know. Because okay. the other thing they've done as well is they've made the sound of ABBA singing. They've made it so close to the recordings. You might as well be just listening to the recordings. Yeah. I mean, they've, whereas like ABBA live, you know, they sounded like two girls singing. Like Any, they, they were amazing.
0: Yeah. But, anyone, anyone live. Yeah. It's yeah. different. And yeah, all yeah. that.
1: like all the voices are double tracked. Oh, so it's like, well, it's oh, like, what yeah. is this? And they, also, what they've done is right. And this is—they've done a bit of a giraffe on this. You know what they say about a giraffe? What? A giraffe is a zebra designed by a committee. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what this is, <laughs> because like they—they've <laughs> they've obviously had this idea that they were like oh we'll have the avatars on the stage but oh no it's a big screen like we have to have a big screen because we're supposed to be at a concert Sure. so they have this fake big screen that is clearly part of the big screen that they're all on anyway mm-hmm. and it's shown close ups of the avatars that just make it look like they're so not real
0: oh that's it's just terrible. terrible very... oh, it's dear. so terrible
1: oh, and there's dear. no expression on their face and even when you go in you're about to see ABBA live it's like only if ABBA are off their face yeah Like, I mean, that's what they look like. They look like they are absolutely out of their minds.
0: No, but listen, there might be ABBA fans listen to this and be upset with us. I don't I'm not having it. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) They won't. But but do you remember, do you remember years ago, right? Maybe, uh, you know, you may or may not remember this because I I realized today when we're talking about a different band that you are not in the same decade as me. Right. But anyway, do you remember they used to show Stop Making Sense in the ambassador cinema? Do you remember that? It was a Talking Heads concert, right? Oh, yes. It was brilliant. He was in a big suit and all that. And people, every Friday, used to go and see it in the Ambassador Cinema. Every Friday. Yeah. And they loved it. You lived the concerts. Th- and then they the Rocky Horror Show, they did yeah. that. Yeah. And, you know, you lived the experience. Souls. Yeah. No, totally. But you played the th- the price of a cinema ticket to go and see it.
1: Exactly. And the other thing is, ABBA <laughs> recorded a concert. There is an ABBA concert that you can buy. Which was brilliant. They should have just remastered it and shown it on the big screen, have all of the special effects. We'd have all have had a ball. Yeah. But the hilarious thing, my favourite bit was, during chicka <laughs> right? Do the <a> crowd lull. <laughs> oh. Crowd low during chicka It's not It's not a crowd place. Chicken eater, yeah.
0: <laughs> as I have called it. Chicken eater, you and I know. <laughs>
1: Because firstly, (laughs) it looks like it's the Lion King. There's all these sunsets and everyone's going, what's going on with the sunsets? And obviously, the people that run ABBA The Experience or whatever the hell it is, have looked at it and said, oh, it's a bit of a crowd lull here. So all of the poor ushers that you're buying the programmes from, all of a sudden start running around and trying to get you to sway. And everyone's just going now I'll we'll be fucked if I'm swaying after <laughs> 120 quid. quid. You better <laughs> like, be doing this way I mean, of... if you're putting millions into a show and all of a sudden the ushers have to start dancing, <laughs> there's something gone seriously wrong.
0: Yeah, there is actually. Wow.
1: Yeah, I was disappointed. Now, I have to say, look, if you're if you're an ABBA, an Abba fan and you like ABBA gold, yeah. if that's your extent of ABBA and you when I have a few drinks, go on the dance floor. It'll be amazing. And I'm yeah. raging I didn't do that. Yeah, but can, can you the, not
0: do that? Like in your front room?
1: <laughs> I for no, less, no, I, for think, less money. I think it will be amazing to be on the dance floor. I sure. really do. And I was really jealous. And I think the dance floor tickets are like 60 quid. And I couldn't find anyone that loves ABBA as much as me oh. to go. You didn't
0: call so, me, just saying.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you weren't in, you know, you know. I don't know. Like, I mean, it's an ABBA gig, Niamh. There are loads of Eurovision fans there. They'd be getting mobbed. Oh, i just spend the whole thing doing selfies. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, go on, yeah. Oh, go on, yeah. Tell her the story. Yeah. Go on, where were you in I 1993? I could have gone in oh, dressed. Oh, who did you watch it with? Who's dead? Go on. <laughs> have a tissue. No, don't mind me. <laughs> I don't... Uh, well, to be fair, I've
0: been... To not as I've not been to as many shows as you think because I'm usually gigging, right? And I've yes. been gigging since I was 18, you know, and gigging a lot. So I don't go to shows very often. But isn't there the moment where you've built yourself up to see someone because you really love them? Yeah. And, you know, maybe they're not. On form, you know that must be horrendous. Like that is awful. I mean, years ago I went to Panto with my mother in some random Panto. We we kind of left at last minute. Dot com was probably our fault. And um, we went to this one. It was Peter Pan, and Hook was played by somebody who was like 104 if he was a dad. <laughs> I thought he was going to die the whole way through the whole thing, and that wasn't enjoyable because I, I feared for his life. I was waiting for somebody to shout out, "If is there a doctor?" And then they didn't know how to finish the show, so you feel it was so eggy. It was so eggy. I know, but it just felt like it was like it was going on and on. It was like it was it was weird. It was just like, oh my god, this is the worst experience. And you know when you're kind of locked into that and then the kids you're yeah. trying to get them all excited. I've been and, in that situation. I mean obviously my mum and I didn't go like, you know, without kids. We brought kids. <laughs> oh okay, <yeah. laughs> we didn't just say, Let's <laughs> go to this random pantomime. But it was like, yeah, it was weird. It was I always eggy. think
1: with a panto you're rolling the dice.
0: You can't you
1: always mm. need word of mouth on a panto.
0: Well, obviously if I'm in it, you know. Eve.
1: It's a given. It's fantastic. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> no, it's true. It depends on. And actually, I'm not sure unless you're going to an adult panto, which is a whole other thing. I'm not sure that you you, you can go and really enjoy it the same way as if you don't have kids. with you like, you know what I mean? Have you ever just I mean, yes, you have gone because I've sat you in yeah, front I, of me. I mean, yeah, I've, <laughs>
1: I've, I've been to your panto a couple of times. Is that not the worst show
0: that you ever came to? That was. Because you sat in the middle row and we. And See, I, I, did,
1: I had no idea. I didn't realise. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think. I just thought, oh, Needs bought me a ticket. Fantastic. Yeah. That's lovely.
0: <laughs> I put you right that's, in the centre kind. of the front row. Well. And uh, informed the dame.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was very much part of that show.
0: It was amazing. <laughs> I was part of that
1: show so much I honestly felt like I needed to submit an invoice at the end of it.
0: <laughs> Best show for me. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I haven't seen a lot of concerts where I've been disappointed as such, you know, but I do tend to watch them differently because I kind of, A, I don't like being in the mosh pit so I'll be down the back. You know, I don't like to be around people. I
1: love the mosh pit. Do you? The
0: sweating and all. The
1: sweating and the, you know, sitting on someone's shoulders. Uh,
0: So what are you doing sitting up in the wheelchair section? (laughs) (laughs)
1: 120 quid.
0: I know. Last seat in the house. (laughs)
1: 120 quid. That's big. It's like you're having a laugh. And then do you know what killed me? Did After it? 120 quid, seven euro for, well, no, I'm not sure. How much was the programme? 15 quid, but I bought one. Of course you did. Yeah, I just needed to know who to write to.
0: <laughs> Were you looking for contact <laughs> info on the bag? <laughs> <Then>, Complaints. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. And then there was, uh, then I think it was 15 pounds for a hot dog and a seven up. <gasps> no. I know. And I wouldn't mind. It was one of those hot dogs. The other one of those hot dogs where you, you're like. You're not sure. You're yeah. You know what you're chewing and chewing and then at the end, all you have left is this thing in your hand. That's like the skin off the hot dog and it looks yeah. like a condom. Yeah, to be you're fair.
0: Like, Any hot dog is that.
1: I know. Yeah, I know. You're <laughs> rubbing the Let's
0: base. be honest. Hot dogs are like whatever's <laughs> left over. <laughs> the
1: the worst concert I think I've ever been to. Well, there's two, right? Okay. One was Meatloaf.
0: <gasps> Meatloaf. Was he when, having a bad day?
1: Oh, come here. He was having a bad decade. Oh,
0: when did you this see him? This
1: was. Uh, it was about, I'd say, fifteen years ago, and all of my friends are, are, are big M- Meatloaf fans. Right. And I was like, "Yeah, I mean, you know, okay, I will do go. anything for love, grand. Yeah, you know, rock and roll dreams come true. Okay, go was on." Was that
0: the sub, like, some total of what you were going for?
1: Yeah, like bad out of hell. Yeah, grand. Oh, really? Like, you really? you know I do like some of his later stuff. Yeah, I liked it, but I, but not enough to go to a concert. But anyway, there was a gang going. Right, two out of
0: three ain't bad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Two out of three, you'd be grand, like I'd be grand with two out of three. What happened? This was, he just couldn't do it. Oh, oh. He, like, he literally couldn't do it. Meatloaf is obviously surrounded by loads of people who are like, you're great, you're absolutely brilliant. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: I think he meant to use the past tense for that.
1: Yeah, he's dead. Hashtag Yeah, RAP, I forgot. RAP, yeah, yeah. RIP, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, be kind. Okay. Cool. But like. <laughs> <for> the good- <laughs> Okay,
0: so that didn't go well. But then you weren't exactly invested.
1: I, no, I wasn't invested, but Jesus, it was bad. Who paid the ticket? <laughs> I, I, I actually think, I think somebody bought me a ticket. I think that's why I went. I think somebody had pulled out. Yeah,
0: yeah. So you went kind of by default. But it yeah.
1: it was bad. Oh. Like, and do you know what the hilarious part of it was, right? He gave this speech before he sang, uh, I would do what. Well. No, what was the, the song Celine Dion did? That, uh It's All Coming Back to Me Now. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, It's All Coming Back to Me Now was written by the person that writes all of Meatloaf songs. Simon, yeah. And he wanted to do that song. But whatever happened, the song was given to Celine Dion. And Meatloaf was not happy about it. Oh. Right? So he <laughs> had a big rant about how it was given to that one. Like, Surely uh, that was, moment was, was worth being there for. Very unkind. <laughs> then he said he's go- he was going to do this on the way it should have been done. And was shit. And fuck <laughs> me, did he kick it to death? <laughs> he... <laughs> I was like, okay, well, you know what? I think we're ground with what Celine Dion did. I think there isn't a so, person in this room tonight was... that would say, do you know what? <laughs> Fair play to Celine. She did it justice.
0: Thank God. Thank God for Celine.
1: God almighty.
0: I know, I know. Yeah. Well, you know, meat, you know. Yeah, well. It can go off. <laughs>
1: So we did a shout out and got your worst shows. The, there was a common thread through a lot of these. Poor mm-hmm. El Whitney gets a battering.
0: Oh, Whitney. Yeah, Whitney got a lot. Poor El Whitney. But then there was a phase, wasn't it? Where she kind of was in the worst space. You know, and that's really... Yeah. And she should have been touring though. No, but that's the fault of other people who are making money on her. You know, yeah. there's no way that Whitney's going to want to be on stage. I know for myself, you know, if if you are used to being the voice, you don't want to go out less than the voice. You know, that's not what that's about. So people needed to make money off her. Oh, don't get me started on that. You know, that's that's a thing. That's a thing. Not that that happened much to me, like, but I'm just saying, you know, very similar. <laughs> Brittany and I. Yeah. you remember sure
1: when they used to send you off, mm. <laughs> send you out off your face? <laughs>
0: <laughs> on what? Go, like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. On coffee? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cookies. There she is now. Yeah. Absolutely hammered. 25 minute version of In Your Eyes. <laughs> Toweling herself off halfway through. <laughs>
0: Three minutes, three minutes and seven seconds.
1: Three minutes and seven seconds yeah. in your eyes.
0: Yeah, I had to, had to sh- do a quicker on the Eurovision because because it, was... it had to be done in three minutes. Yeah, put did. the tempo up. Poor Noel Keelan and I were sweating buckets over.
1: Really? Yeah. Were you worried about it?
0: Well, yeah, you got you weren't allowed to go over your three minutes. Okay. It was very serious back then.
1: So, okay. Neve,
0: do you want to do the first one because it's it's got bad words in it? <laughs>
1: And we got one from James Corish, and he says the worst show I've ever been to was Britney in Vegas. There was a 30 minute countdown on huge screens to the in, to the intended start of the show, but it got to zero at least 10 minutes before Britney resurrected herself from her dressing room. I love it. <laughs> James is in your same. There's a big countdown. <laughs> Five, four, Here she three, is. two, ten one, time. Britney still having a fag at the station door. I love it. <laughs> But it got to zero at least 10 minutes before Britney resurrected herself in her dressing room from the previous night and appeared on stage like she was surprised the audience were there. (laughs) Still there. (laughs) By the end of the show, I too was surprised there was an audience still there. She lip synced every single track to the CD version, not even a pre-recorded live one. Oh dear. Ah, come on. I know. Um, Bits of her (laughs) hair extensions were falling out (laughs) throughout the show during the on-stage costume changes. She blazed through her scripted patter, telling jokes the audience were expected to laugh at, but didn't. Oh, God. Followed (laughs) by Britney reacting as though she'd caused raucous laughter, making her look so dim. She was fitted with a dummy head mic for most of the show, so that when she actually spoke to the audience, she had to be given a (gasps) handheld live mic. Oh, and then she handed that off to an assistant once she'd stopped talking. And we were all glad she stopped talking until we realized it meant to be more singing.
0: Oh gosh, James is very that bitter.
1: That is...
0: Bitter much, Jim. Yeah, James? that's,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, again, she probably charged her fortune. Yeah. The only saving grace was two of her male dancers <laughs> were almost worth the ticket price. <laughs> that's what ABBA should have done. Yeah. There should have been dancers. It
0: sounds like you had a better experience than ABBA, really, not gonna I
1: lie. Mean, yeah, it did. <laughs> well, uh,
0: Clarissa says, my worst concert, I was... 14 and very to my cousin from Wexford to Galway to babysit for a week just before Christmas as they owned a record shop in the city. Oh, that's very, sounds very exciting. They had free tickets for a big country and I somehow ended up going on my own. That's like in capitals, right? She was 14. Jesus, sorry. I, I didn't even like big country. You don't even know who big country I is. I not know big country I've never heard of that. Oh my God, go. Go and look them up on, you know, online. They're Scottish, aren't they? They are Scottish. They were around the time of Simple Minds and all that sort of stuff. Great band. Like, oh. great song. Uh, definitely not uncomfortable. Or, sorry. Um... I didn't even like big country, definitely not comfortable in a crowd, especially as a 14 year old on my own. Social services would have been involved in this today. I only remember absolutely hating every single second <laughs> of it. Uh, this was the <laughs> early 80s, by the way. So no phones, nothing. I mean, what were they thinking? Clarissa, you there's probably somewhere you could actually report that. 14,
1: I, I went to my first concert when I was 14. Did you? On my own.
0: Really? What, what was it like? You Dina Carroll. Oh, OK.
1: Dina Carroll and China Black.
0: China Black.
1: They were amazing. I know. They were the support and they were absolutely brilliant. It was the best night of my life. I had a ball. Really? I still have the programme. The best
0: night of your life?
1: Uh, it, was, it was it was the first time I'd ever seen live music. Yeah, well that and is And she big. was all live. Like everything was live. Yeah, the first it time I saw live
0: music was like the Dubliners or something like this. <laughs> my mum brought me. Yeah. It's a whole thing. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> Jean Noon says the worst show I was ever at was Whitney Houston here in Dublin because she was half good <laughs> <laughs> I'd say she was full cut. Uh, She even forgot some of our lines. It was a total mess. Luckily, I didn't pay for the tickets. Lol.
0: Yeah, well, she can laugh at it now. I know. I know it's it's not fair.
1: Like there was literally tons of people giving out. Like Whitney was getting rinsed.
0: I know. Carol Halligan says, unfortunately, I had to say it. The worst concert I've ever been to was Whitney in 2010. She got even like a sad face emoji.
1: Like it's really sad. Apparently the brother came out and did a few songs. I remember one of my friends telling me that. I was like, God, that's bad. Celeste Coon says, I went to see the charlatans in the academy and it was a band my boyfriend liked, but the energy it took me to feign interest. Oh
0: yeah, but we are, you know, it all takes us energy to feign interest in many things in our partners anyway. So we leave that there.
1: I actually, (laughs) had a friend that used to, um, when he wanted to go to a concert, he would buy a present, he would buy me a present. of a ticket to go to the concert like you know for a birthday but that's not a present no it's not a present I went to see the Foo Fighters in the tree arena god almighty they were boring
0: oh no 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 I went to see Oasis in Parky Cueve right I was there oh were you Were you the one who set fire to the thing across the way no no I wasn't
1: (laughs) I was at the back just going.
0: Prodigy were amazing. Prodigy were amazing. Wrecked yeah. the house then they came out. Liam Gallagher sat on the drum riser the whole fucking time was raging. There was a fire across on the hill. I don't know if you saw it. Maybe. Yeah, I remember the, the fire. Oh, my God. It was amazing watching that because quite frankly, you might as well have watched it. Yeah. Nothing going on stage. I hate that. Yeah, okay, I I'm like.
1: like we, uh, I we, love
0: Dave Grohl. I can't believe you weren't happy to be in Foo Fighters. That's a whole thing. Foo
1: Fighters. Yeah, it, I just thought it was really boring. And then also. with. I was told it was the Foo Fighters, but I thought it was that other band. I can't remember what the name is. You know, the ones that sing Scooby Snacks? Running around, robbing banks. all jacked up with Scooby Snacks. What are they called?
0: Not a clue. I never heard of them. I thought song. it was them, Scooby but they Snacks. weren't the Foo Fighters. No,
1: clearly not. Anyway, so I was very disappointed. He also brought me to see Florence and the Machine.
0: Oh, OK. <sighs> really? Eh. Yeah,
1: it was a bit disengaged
0: Ah, but you know maybe it was you're a bit old for it by then Uh, so Neve McManus writes in (laughs) he's fuming here beside me (laughs) Neve McManus says Bjork came to Dublin last year worst gig ever needed to be heavily illegally medicated to get any sort of enjoyment I'd say I'd say Bjork is very concept
1: she's very concept and I'd say there's a fine line between a really good gig and a really bad gig (laughs) when it's Bjork I know And I'd say you'd have to ask Bjork whether it was good or bad. I, I, I I wouldn't say it's immediately obvious from being at the gig whether the gig was good or bad.
0: Yeah, no, I know, I know. It's kind of a, yeah. You'd really have to be into Bjork to understand what was going on. Do you not think maybe a bit of Kate Bush would be the
1: same? And I love Kate Bush. I have. I'm not a Kate Bush fan. I love her. I think she's grand. But I, I just can't. Like my other half loves Kate Bush so much So we even went to see. Um, there was an amazing Kate Bush tribute act at. Um, oh. Oh, I can't remember what they were called. Something cloud or something moon or something. I don't know. Uh,
0: cloud bursting, maybe. Cloud burst. Yeah, that's, what they were that's the name of the song.
1: Yeah. Um, and they were brilliant, but I was still like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah some great songs though. You know. Yeah, yeah. Come like, on, I mean, some that great one, songs. Um,
1: Running up that road.
0: Running up that hill,
1: even. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I prefer a road. Okay, let's leave it there. (laughs) Lou, uh, Yvonne says worst gig I've ever been to was Boys to Men in Killarney several years
0: ago. Okay, so let's be honest here. There's two things wrong in that sentence.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Boys to Men in Killarney. It's like, that's a hard pass.
0: The band were great. The issue was that the audience kept getting up to go out
1: and come I'd back imagine, in. I'd so imagine. So much so that
0: they stopped singing at one point and asked if there was a party out in the hall they didn't know about. Is that because they're going out to the bar?
1: They're going to the bar. Yeah, very See, Irish. boys to men. What they should have done was say, close the bar, Close please. the bar on the close break. Close the bar when I'm Yeah, on.
0: that's the way it works. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. and do you know
1: what it is? If they don't ask you, do you want the bar closed? You have to say, close the bar. Yeah. OK, see, boys to men, they <laughs> don't have the experience of gigging in rural Ireland. That you need it.
0: They should have just pulled out wagon wheels If they pulled out wagon wheel, that
1: would have the bar. What was the end of the road or something? Was there some, song, wasn't it? Uh,
0: no, end of the road. Um, yeah, it's yes, the yes. End of...
1: Of the Imagine a crowd in Killarney singing I'll make love to you. Well, I make love to you. Like you want, I mean.
0: <laughs> Is it the whole voice to man? <laughs> Imagine singing repertoire that song. that you know.
1: <laughs> Imagine singing that song as you watch people walk out of the room to the bar. Like that. <laughs> <Can't> <laughs> that make that it. has to sting. It
0: won't make you feel good about yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Attention, Agony Rance listener. I am on tour at the moment with my show, Glamourhammer. Hammer. Most of the dates this side of Christmas are sold out, but we are adding a lot more right now, and I will be going everywhere. There are tickets available for Now, Portlaoise, and the Everyman in Cork, and we've added second nights in Limerick, Wexford, and Portlaoise. Uh, we've loads more dates to go on sale, including dates in the UK, so if there is somewhere you would like me to go, send me a message and let me know. Because I'm very flexible Oh wow well, Flexible I haven't seen that yet Wherever two or more people meet <laughs> I will be there to entertain You can get tickets uh, using the links on my Instagram bio or on my website Lovely So love to see you there I have it on good authority, he's amazing <laughs> <laughs> Niamh, a lot of people have been asking me how I get my physique, right? Uh, brownies <laughs> <laughs> Neve, I will leave <laughs> No, don't leave. Don't I will leave. walk out of this studio. Don't do it. I have started my fitness journey.
0: Well, again, <laughs> this is like the third time. Dave,
1: <laughs> a journey is a journey, and it takes a while. Okay. okay? So I joined F forty five, right? Oh, right. Okay. Um, which is a gym. Uh, it's a group of gyms in Dublin. Okay. Uh, they have branches all around Dublin, and I have to say, it's working. Oh really? I well, don't hate it.
0: I can see. I can <laughs> see it's working. <laughs> he said that is very
1: kind I don't like honestly I don't know where it's been all my life it's like high intensity functional training that you do as part of a team oh okay right? now you know me in teams not for me I, not don't, for know. Me. I don't know I'm not a team player <laughs> okay uh, but you do it's actually great because everyone's working at the same time yeah and the exercise that you do is adapted for all different abilities so you
0: don't feel the judge that. Yeah, so yeah nobody's yeah. judging you oh,
1: that's like great. it's absolutely brilliant and whether you want to achieve a specific goal or whether you just want to start training f45 can help you okay the best thing now this is my favorite thing about the whole thing okay you are in and out in 45 minutes oh good there's no like this today it was 55 it's like you started at a specific time you are walking out the door 45 minutes later and you've done a good workout
0: do they do that thing you know five more and... No oh. They
1: don't There's none of that Oh
0: well then I'm no, straight in No there's no
1: messing with your head And they're also really positive
0: Oh great like I like are... that I yeah. like that
1: Yeah I got yeah. a high five coming out the other day Did Trailed you? It myself Oh my Trailed. goodness yeah, absolutely. High
0: five Do we need to do that at the end of this now?
1: Yeah I think so okay. I'm a bro now
0: You're a bro I'm a
1: gym bro Like it's a really friendly place And I always think gyms can be Very adversarial Oh well And of hostile course, Downright hostile And I am always <laughs> the worst in the group And I don't feel <laughs> terrible about it Oh amazing Soon. Yeah, they're absolutely lovely. So don't waste any more time. Get started today at 45. Neve. We are pausing to tell these people that we are on Headstuff Plus. Yes, we are. So, if you want to become a member of Headstuff Plus, you will get bonus content from us and from all of the shows on the Headstuff Podcast Network. But not only that. <gasps> you will be able to pay us for what you're getting from us. It's not a big amount. It's just a tiny little amount just to show your appreciation and to help keep the show going because it's a weekly show. Yep. Neve has train tickets. I do diesel and diesel,
0: fares. whatever I you know we and
1: I'm just expensive to her, yeah, you are <laughs> the thing about it is we get a lot of engagement like people a lot of people write into the show. A lot of people send us problems and send us follow up, which we love and if even half of those people were subscribers.
0: It would, it would, be it a, would be lovely. Yeah, because we're doing it out of the goodness of our <laughs> of, hearts, uh, the right? The goodness
1: now. of our hearts, and we will never leave you stranded on a Monday without us. No, trust us. And um, so, but
0: would we be better dressed if you actually paid for it? Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> we would look so good in those videos. And um, so, if you want to become a member, you can subscribe to Heads Plus by going over to headsuppodcast forward slash register and. In return for that, you will get our bonus episodes. You will get videos of the show. Hello, and I'm hello. waving at them. And you will also get the bonus content of all of the other shows yeah. in Heather Podcast Network. And there is some fab shows. Well, like, there I have are. To say, like little shout out to um, everybody is a poem by Jan Burton. Her oh, bonus content love her. is fantastic. Second to none. You will also get bonus content from this show uh, that we are cross promoting this week, mm-hmm. and it is I know that face. Oh. I know that Face is a podcast, and it deals with the character actors that you see in films. Oh, okay. and each episode, it picks one of these character actors, and it talks about them, and it talks about all the films they've been in, and it's absolutely brilliant. This is, I have to say, when I first listened to the show, I thought this is a show that should be absolutely massive. It's so good. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, well,
0: I'm. I'm going to check that out.
1: Do and have a little listen. I know that Face is a movie podcast on the HeadStuff Podcast Network, hosted by me, Stephen Porzio and me, Andrew Carroll. Our show is all about character actors, the type of performers you'll see pop up in supporting roles in blockbusters, the type of people you know the faces but not the names. Each episode, we pick one particular character actor and discuss a couple of their movies, shining a light on the performer's career while giving listeners plenty of movie recommendations. So the show is a must for cinema lovers. Subscribe to I Know That Face, wherever you get podcasts, and follow us on Twitter at I Know That Face P1. So we have a follow-up, Neve, from Jay Mulclear Cleary. Okay. And she said, I was listening to your pod today when there was confusion over the use of the word weak. I thought it was an Irish thing, but it's more of a cork thing. Weak means I was delighted or loved it down this neck of the woods. My in-laws are dubs and one of my sister-in-laws had lost a lot of weight and I had commented how (laughs) great... I had commented how great she looked and said, are you weak? Meaning delighted, but not understanding what it meant. And she said, no... I feel great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, have we any problems?
1: We do indeed. Hi, Nathan Garode, Loving the podcast. I never thought I'd say it, but I look forward to Monday mornings now. I'm a bonus subscriber, and I have to tell you that I was having a cup of coffee at my desk and spit out, <laughs> spit it on my keyboard. Oh, so we've got such classy listeners. I know. I and spit it. it on my keyboards during your conversation about the toilet seats. It's so true. It is true. If you haven't subscribed, I have to say I think that was our funniest episode. <laughs> If you haven't subscribed, <laughs> we had a bonus episode out last week, I think. Yeah. Uh, or maybe it was the week before uh, <laughs> where we were chatting about toilet seats. <laughs> and I do think it was one of my favourite moments. <laughs> and it's an issue that still hasn't been addressed. Oh, no. And we're not going to talk about it here. No, no.
0: You'll have to come and Go subscribe. Go listen to the
1: bonus episode. I know, I
0: know, it's so amazing.
1: I have a problem and I hope you can help me. Neve. I love how down to earth you and real you are. Thank you. So I'm really looking forward to hearing what you have to say. Okay, I no pressure ha- for me
0: in any way. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm happily married to my husband for the past eight years. He is the love of my life and we have two small boys. Everything is great with the exception of one small detail. I've read ahead and this is not a small detail. (laughs) During the pandemic, my husband wasn't able to get his hair cut. A lot of my friends like the idea of being their husband's barbers, but my husband didn't get on board. Fair play to him. (laughs) Instead, he decided to grow his hair. He has always had short hair. In fact, he is starting to recede quite a bit. I don't mind, I like it, but he seems to be very happy with his new hairdo. And I hate to say it, but it's a hair don't. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs>
1: Should put time into this? It's not this isn't the out this isn't the normal gin-field letter written oh at two no. o'clock in the morning on a phone while he's no, sitting on the toilet. <laughs> this
0: is long, long time brewing.
1: <laughs> he looks ridiculous. <laughs> it was fine when we were on lockdown, but he is now taken to wearing a hairband. Oh. And I am biting my (laughs) tongue. He also has developed a hair flick. Oh, no. I feel like I'm married to Rachel in France. Oh, my gosh. I can't take it anymore. And I don't know how to tell him. Other than this, everything is great between us. But I have to get rid of this hair. But it's hard to talk about because he is aware he is going bald. And I think he is self-conscious about it. Can't wait to hear your answer. Jacqueline.
0: Jacqueline. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. This is the this is probably my favorite problem for a while now. This is I
1: have to say now, Yeah. Yeah. This is a good one.
0: Okay. So here's the thing, right? I actually cut Paul's hair during lockdown. Right. Okay. My husband, right. And the thing about it is he he came and asked me if I could just cut it straight across at the back. That's what I did. It made him look like he had a bob, right? (laughs) We called him Karen for the rest of the time. But you're right. First chance, I sent him to the barbers. I have many opinions about this. I'm pretty sure Garota is a very definite yeah, I love opinion. the opinions on this now. <laughs> um, I kind of get it. Men's egos are very fragile and he's probably thinking he's all very swish, swish with this hair situation going on. Um, I'll be honest with you. I have a deal with my husband that, uh, you know, he's had a beard the entire time I've known him and basically if he shaves that beard off, it's immediate grounds for divorce. <laughs> I've been very clear with him. I don't want any ambiguity about it whatsoever. So if he takes that beard off, it is over. It's game over. No, it's that's over. Fair. It's that's over. Really I'm leaving fair. him. That's it. Until he grows back. I mean, he can grow back and then I'll come back. But because I've never seen his face and, I, and on, except in photographs. And in the trade descriptions act, when <laughs> I took that contract on, that beard was part of the. I've kept my hair the same. I've kept me the same. Not all of me, but most of me. <laughs> most of me is the same the Same within reason within reason. And so I feel you have grounds for Absolutely. a conversation of what the hell
1: are you doing? Totally. You see, what's going on here is, right, <laughs> it's bad. is the aside from the fact that like <laughs> spending any amount of time with a man that has a hair flick. Oh, <laughs> even a woman, like, let's be honest. Enough is enough. Yeah. No, it's time to cut the hair, right? And, and I do think you have to tell them. Now, you do have to be careful because yeah. like ma- men and their hair, like very it's, it's very traumatic without receding. I mean, yeah. I I reckon I've got about five years left with my hair, but it's grand. I'm going to get it all fixed. I'm going to just buy new hair and Budapest. the best. Are you? Yeah. Hundred percent.
0: Fix know, it. You know, you have to plug it like. And yeah, we and, have the science. And you have to water it. Yeah. Know, like with a squish Yeah, I'll
1: water it. I'll, <laughs> water it. I'll put baby bio on it. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> six months of wearing a hat and then you've got a full Beyonce why wouldn't you do it
0: miracle (laughs) Grow.
1: the problem is
0: maybe she should give him a voucher for Budapest
1: no I mean uh, well I think at the moment the last thing he needs now is more hair okay we need to (laughs) get rid of some hair because the problem is there's nothing more ridiculous than the Michael Bolton
0: oh yeah right the Michael
1: Bolton being a man that has a lot of hair for a bald guy
0: yes I know Uh, all in the wrong places
1: yeah that's what's going on there he's Mm. got a lot of hair but he's on top.
0: But do you not think when they have longer hair that it accentuates the bald spot? Because it pulls the hair oh, away yeah, from it. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Because even like, you can get like little powders that plump everything up.
0: Yeah, you, yeah. Do I you got, have some at home? Yet? Of course. I'm a man <laughs> in the arts, Niamh. Everything gets fixed and quaffed So when you say you're going to go and gel your hair, you're doing more than gelling, right?
1: Well, no, I wouldn't bring it out. <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous.
0: No, but it's true. But, but I wouldn't know.
1: go in with a fluffy nut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Responsibility to my audience. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have a man flicking his hair. In no, your house. I know. It's horrible. It's absolutely ridiculous. What you need to do is, right? I would say, <laughs> this is very cruel, but look, take a video of him. If you see a video of yourself flicking your hair.
0: Yeah, it might be a bit more obvious. I mean, you know, you're clearly in love. You have kids. You know, you're very committed to oh, each other. I mean, the... it, surely you must have room to say that doesn't do it for me. You know, and let's be honest, anybody, I mean, like I wouldn't even wear a hairband and you know, <laughs> I think, yeah, no, this uh... is a
1: situation, this is a situation where you have to just say what's on your mind and deal with the fallout.
0: Oh God, but what if he leaves her?
1: <laughs> then, if you, <laughs> It's not gonna happen. If somebody it's leaves not gonna happen, you, Jacqueline. If somebody leaves you because you're saying you look ridiculous with long hair, <laughs> then you are well rid. I think do
0: you know what I like about this? Jacqueline is trying to be trying to be nice. That's the And and I it's love your inner that. kindness. I do love that. And but that's it's what time. we
1: need to get rid of.
0: <laughs> we need to talk about tough love
1: here. Yeah, there's a bit of tough love. <laughs> we need it. The pandemic's over. Yeah, no, it is. Like it's so over. The nope. only people that are middle aged and should have long hair or ponytails, are people that had them when they were younger.
0: No, but even then, I'm sorry.
1: Well, I think if you're somebody that's always had long hair and then you start to get older, I think it's fair enough. You you know, I think it's fair enough to keep your long hair.
0: Yeah, well, I, no, I'm all for personal choice. But the thing is, he has changed the parameters of your relationship here. And, you know, I think. <laughs> this you, is very.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, then, no. yeah, it was a very good time to say that we are by no means qualified to give you no, any no. advice. No, this. I'm joking. I'm
0: joking. <laughs> Listen, the, the point is, I totally understand you. You've been really lovely here and saying, you know, whatever. Like when my husband's hair gets a bit long, he does this funny thing where he fiddles with it, right? And it's kind of weird. We call it yarming. So he sits there and goes off into a little trance because he's basically fiddling with his hair. I'm doing it here and he can't really see it, but okay. you know what I mean? And so what happens is after a while, I just go, you need to get your hair cut. And he goes, yeah, no. And then he sits there, like goes off in the trance again. <laughs> but, you know, but- the thing is, I we I got past the point of being, you know, dancing around that, you know, and I, I'm sure Paul won't mind or maybe you will. You oh. know, he is kind of receding a bit at the back. But the thing is, when it's shorter, it looks better. Yeah, totally. You know, it just does. But I mean, I think, Jacqueline, you should take the bull by the horns here and go and have a loving conversation with them or just get a sit as He's asleep.
1: Yeah, you're talking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That'd be <gross>
1: way. <laughs> what I will say is, Oh, what will you say? I think that the gentler you do this conversation, the more difficult it could be. Yeah, no, I know. I think what you could say is what you just said there and just go, you should really cut your hair. It makes you look very thin on top.
0: Yeah. I think so. I think, or else, if you feel if you're not feeling brave enough to do that Jacqueline then I would go and if he has friends, you know, uh, which I'm sure he has, <laughs> <laughs> very tolerant friends. Clearly, I mean, you know, you should get them to give flip, him a bit there's of a, a good ribbon. Chance he doesn't. <laughs> get him, to, get them to give him a bit of a ribbon, and then uh, nothing yeah. quicker than they get to take it off with their friends. Yeah. That's for sure.
1: I definitely think, or even have one of the kids say it.
0: I had a friend whose husband bought a, like a thumb ring. He came home. He'd been working away. A thumb and ring? And he came home with a thumb ring and she was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> right? A thumb you know, like, ring? He just bought a ring to wear on his thumb and, and they were all so excited about it. He was excited about it, thought this was a great fashion accessory until he discovered that it was quite a big indicator in the gay world apparently. Depends. That is it? Well, <laughs> that's news to you, Groot. That is news to me. I know. Well, I
1: have to say, there's nothing that makes me want to vomit more. <laughs> than a man with jewellery. <laughs> jewellery on, I'm, I'm just. No, I have to say, I don't mind a ri- like a ring maybe or. But, you know, like a man with a bracelet.
0: Or a thumb so, ring. <laughs> thumb ring. <laughs> Anyways. Or a pinky ring. I know. But well, she got she got somebody to kind of have a conversation about it because he wasn't listening. I know. He took it off pretty, pretty quick.
1: Imagine anyway. going to bed and they're like <laughs> <laughs> clunking all of their rings onto the bedside. Table. like. <laughs> imagine anything more disgusting (laughs) I'll be honest with you
0: any man who has to take more jewellery off than me or uses more products than me in a day has no business in my you know in my bedroom
1: (laughs) (laughs) nothing needs to be moisturized if you're Whitney (laughs) (laughs) did you just say you can't say that that was what I meant You're like a hardy man from the sea. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know whether to feel
0: alarmed or, you know, all smug after you said that. (laughs) Anyway, let's move swiftly along. We'll move
1: swiftly on. Look, I don't think this is going to be a massive deal breaker, Jacqueline. No. I think
0: think it's nice that you've waited this long.
1: yeah, Yeah, I think it's Bizarre <laughs> that you waited this long. Like I'm absolutely baffled because I don't know how. Like I mean, my boyfriend has said it to me a few times. I remember when I grew a beard, mm-hmm. he was like, "Oh, you can't grow a beard." And I was just <gasps> like, "I've got a fat neck." You've got a fat neck. Yeah, that's why men grow beards. It's like and you're like, "Oh yeah, I'll grow a little beard." Oh, oh you mean like this, the
0: chin area? Yeah, you oh. get a bit of a fat chin. So then you grow a beard. See, my dad shaved off his beard when when I was about 13 and I cried for a week to really? like, told to grow back on because I didn't recognize
1: his face. It was weird. Yeah, I, remember I think when, he got a fright too. I remember when dad.
0: Because well, <laughs> he hadn't seen his face for 20 years.
1: Every so often I will shave it off. And I, I just think, oh, good God, it looks like when Homer, sh- you know, when Homer Simpson <laughs> shaves off his. <laughs> yeah,
0: like you this, usually have a different color of these skin. These weird
1: English. lips floating in the middle of your face. <laughs>
0: Weird lips. Okay, so Jacqueline, we definitely want to know how that went. Uh, I don't know if that was in any way helpful to you, but we feel your pain. We do, don't we?
1: Short, sharp, shock.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I agree. And Jacqueline, we want to hear even better if you send us a photo. We'd
1: love to see it. Yeah, I'd love to see a photograph. Of the hairband. Does he start, like, I wonder, does he keep it loose or does he tie it up?
0: you should buy him a hairband with his name the
1: hairband is just absolutely that's out of control it is out that, of like when he came home with that hairband because I, actually that was the thing you've got two boys so that was either your hairband or he went out and bought himself a hairband and I think if you're a middle aged man and you're going I'm going to buy myself a hairband yeah you need to have a word with yourself
0: yeah anyway thank you so
1: much for listening you too. agonyrants at gmail.com if you want to get in touch we are always looking to hear from you
0: oh yes and so email us at agonyrants at gmail.com we would love your problems your follow ups any kind of funny stories you have or anything at all even if you just want to tell us we're wonderful that'll do
1: absolutely <laughs> we can take a compliment
0: yeah and criticism
1: you've no business sending <laughs> <Tell laughs> us criticism no tell also, us absolutely none tell us but we are open to hearing if we have told you, giving you a bad steer and terrible advice. <laughs> we would love to hear the consequences <laughs> because I think it's important that we know the damage we're doing. Oh my god! We'll chat to you next week. Bye. Bye. This
0: show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.